This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Pashas Yisrael, Tavshin Pei Aleph. This week we have the schus of learning about the Sarah Sedivaris, about learning about Kaval Sapera. It's always such perfect timing, you know, we're deep, deep into the winter months, and we get that jolt of Kaval Sapera. In the Sarah Sedivaris, there are people who are surprised when they learn it inside, and they see that not all of them are just two words. If you come inside Shul, and you look at the Parechas, very often there'll be a picture of the Seres Adivros. And they're two words. Now some of them indeed are two words. Lo Sachmod, Lo Sinof, they're two words. However, some of them take up more than two words. Some of them take up more than one Pasuk, or two, or three, or four Pesukim. The longest one is 55 words. And then you have other ones. And then you do have some that are of two words. If we look at the last one, the one of Lo Sachmet, don't be jealous. Don't covet something that someone else has. It really could have been written as it says, Lo Sachmet Beis Reyecho. Do not be jealous of your friend's house. And then, the Torah does something that doesn't do be any of the other of Sarasadivros. And the Torah goes to explain the Dibber. It starts off, Lo Sachman Beis Reyecha, do not be jealous of your friend's house. Then the passage continues, Lo Sachman Eishes Reyecha, don't be jealous of your friend's wife, Va'avdo, and his servant, Va'amaso, and his maid, Vishoro, his ox, Vichamoro, and his donkey, Vichola Shela Reyecha, everything that belongs to him. Now this seems to be a little redundant. The Torah has to choose. Either the Torah should tell me details, or it should tell me a general rule. But why both? Either the Torah should tell me, don't be jealous of your friend, of anything that he has. Finished. Then I know, don't be jealous of anything your friend has. Or the Torah wants to be very specific. This is a very important mitzvah. Then the Torah should be specific, as it is. Don't be jealous of your friend's wife, of his house, of his servants, of his maid, of his animals. Finished. Why does the positive then end the chol asher l'reyecha? This is a well-known question that the Svarim deal with. And it's interesting that of all of the Seres of Dibros, the Torah here tells me, don't be jealous. It's something that, according to some Rishayna, that means in my heart even, I can't be jealous. How can the Torah tell me something that's in my heart? And the truth is, being jealous is very, very destructive. Being jealous makes a person's life miserable. And we know the Mishnah tells us in Pergyavis, going after desire, going after jealousy, going after honor, takes a person out of this world. What does it mean? It kills him? It means that Hashem created a beautiful world. Hashem created a world for us for pleasure. Hashem created a world for us to enjoy, a beautiful world. However, if a person lives in this world with jealousy, he lives in this world always seeking honor, always running after his desires, his lust, he is taken out of this world. And therefore he has a miserable existence. And therefore in this sense of difference, the terrorist is telling us, don't be jealous. But being jealous is such a part of us, such a human trait, that's so common. 
It's not enough for the Torah to tell us, don't be jealous. He explains the Samarov of Yoel that the Torah is telling us not only don't be jealous, but the Torah is telling us how not to be jealous. How is the Torah telling us not to be jealous? In the Sefer Shadivros, the Torah is explaining to us. The Torah says, Don't be jealous of your friend's house. Don't be jealous of your friend's wife. And to put it into terms for today, don't be jealous of your friend's bicycle. Don't be jealous of your friend's business. Don't be jealous of your friend's basketball. Don't be jealous of your friend's ability to play basketball better than you. Sometimes we come back, there's a midwinter vacation, and you hear this person went there, this person flew there, and all you got to do is go to the pizza shop. And you're jealous. It's very easy to be jealous. How come that person always gets to go on trips? How come that person gets to live in his own room, and I'm stuck with my two little brothers that make me crazy? How come that person always comes to school with the best snack, and I have nothing? I have always these healthy stuff. And we're jealous. And we want what the other person has. Says the Sama Rebbe, that is what the Pasha is telling us. You're jealous of your friend's house. You're jealous of your friend's wife. You're jealous of your friend's family. You're jealous of your friend's car, your friend's bike. You're jealous of the camp that your friend goes to. You're jealous of the ability of your friend to play baseball much better than you? Fine. Then you get everything that is your friend's. What does it mean you get everything? So I want everything. No, no. Everything doesn't mean all the things that you think he has. The chol asher l'reyacha means you get everything he has. Do you know why they get to go on vacation with winter vacation? Maybe his parents work so hard they're never home. He never gets to see them. You know why your friend gets to go to other people's house for Shabbos and your parents make you stay home? Because maybe in the other house it doesn't work out so well the parents just can't get Shabbos together. And therefore, the kid wants to go somewhere, they're happy. If you go and look at the whole situation that somebody else has, chances are you're going to say, you know what, I'll keep what I have, you keep what you have. People want to feel on the inside, like others look on the outside. On the outside, people show you all the things that they have, how everything's great. Everything comes with something else which means you don't know what's going on in someone else's house. You may be jealous of the person's house, so beautiful, so big, and yet, maybe his parents are never home. Or maybe there are other things going on in the house. Tell us the Pasuk, you're jealous of all these things your friend has? It's a package deal. Something very important that we have to think about if we get those feelings of jealousy. In Yerushalayim, few years ago in the neighborhood of Ramot. It was a very, very well-run school. It was a large school. And in the school, they would have a masquerade party two days before Purim, which was basically Erev Shushan Purim. And they would have a masquerade party, and everybody would come with their costumes. But there was a very strict rule in the school. And that rule was, you could only come with a costume that's homemade. They don't want people going to the store and buying it. It would just get out of control what people would have. But they want them to come with their costumes. So they said, it has to be homemade. You cannot come to school without with a, a store-bought costume. Well, one year, the girls' class and the second grade class, everybody was coming in, all excited with their costumes. 
when all of a sudden one of the girls came in and she had the most stunning costume on. She was dressed as the airline stewardess. Someone works on the plane, you know, serving all the drinks and meals. And she was dressed to a tee. She had everything a hairline, a airline stewardess had. She had that, that hat on top. She was wearing high-heeled shoes. The outfit with the wings on it. She had everything perfectly. There was no way that was homemade. She was even wearing this long wig that an airline stewardess would wear. And everybody was jealous. But they weren't so jealous because they knew that any second, the mower or the teacher is going to come over and make her change. And if she had nothing to change to, she would have to go home. It was a very strict rule in the school. Well, as the girls are gathering around, the mower walks in. And she's looking around at all the costumes and her eyes settle on this girl. And the whole class became quiet, knowing what's coming next. And the mower walks over to the girl she bends down and she looks at the costume and says, wow, that's an amazing costume. It looks so real. It doesn't even look like a costume. It looks like, it looks like you're an airline student. It's unbelievable. And of course, the girl smiled. But all the rest of the girls in the class were very angry. They're very jealous. They also wanted to bring in such beautiful costumes. But they brought in things that they found at home that maybe they put together. And her costume was... <laughs> was professional. And yet Mora wasn't saying anything. They start to get angry. Until they noticed that Mora went to the classroom phone and they heard her call the principal, Menhelet, ask her to please come to look at one of the costumes. And now the girls knew, okay, now she's going to get it. Now she's going to get it. And a few minutes later, the, Mora, the principal walks in and the Mora goes over to her and they start talking for two minutes and they both look at the girl with the costume on that was obviously store-bought. And now the principal goes over to the girl, and now the rest of the class is waiting for her to be sent home, all excited that she won't get away with it. And the principal goes over to her and starts to look at it, and she touches it. She says, wow, that's amazing. I'd expect to see you on a plane any day with that. Unbelievable. Wow, you look so beautiful in it. So nice. And again, the girl, her smile lit up, her face lit up with a smile. And the principal left the room. And the more got the class, get ready to start class. And the rest of the kids were very jealous. So much so that by recess, two of the girls actually came over to the, to, to the Mora. So Mora, it's not fair. How come she gets to bring in a store-bought costume and we don't? And the Mora said, I don't speak about other girls to you. None of your concern. Which got them even more upset. Anyways, they had the masquerade party. They had a good time. And that's it. The day was over. Purim came. Purim went. And they slowly forgot about it. But they started to notice that this girl wasn't in class so much. And it was unfortunately that they heard two weeks later how that girl was suffering from cancer. And she started chemotherapy. And she was very, very ill. They didn't realize how much class she was missing. And one of the reasons she wasn't coming to class, not just on the day she got chemotherapy, how she was not feeling well, she was very ill and weak, but her hair was falling out. Her hair was completely falling out, and she was so embarrassed, she said, I'm never going back to school. 
Well, when Purim came, Hermora came up with the idea that she should get a costume that would fit. She could wear a wig. And at least on that day, she can come back and enjoy being with her friends and enjoying having a good time. And therefore, she, of course, was able to come to school wearing that costume. This was not something that the Mora was going to share with the rest of the kids in the class. But when the rest of the kids in the class heard the news of how sick she was and what was going on with their classmate, imagine how guilty they felt when they were so jealous of her just a few weeks earlier. And that is what the Pasuk is telling us. You're jealous of things that your friend has. Remember the end of it. It's not an adding an extra part to the Avera of being jealous. It's explaining to us how to make sure that we are not jealous. Hashem makes a package for each one of us what's perfect for us. You cannot go shopping around and picking things from different people's packages. It's a package deal. Chances are, when you find out about the other person's package, you'll be happy with your own. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.